0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Philly sports history for February 4th, 2023. Today's Philly sports black history moment. We're going to go over to hockey. We're going to take a look at Claude Vilgrain, who was the first black player to play for the Flyers ever in their history. He played two games for them back in the 93-94 season. Uh, Spent the rest of the season in Hershey. Uh, He started his career with the Canucks and the Devils. He actually, uh, in reading and interviewing him, he really enjoyed the entire Flyers organization. He really believed what uh, Ed Snyder and the Flyers stood for and would have come back and played for them had it not been for the lockout the following year. And then after that, he went to Europe and spent uh, the rest of his time playing overseas there. But... Just for a little bit of context, the first black player in the NHL was in 1958, Willie O'Ree. He played in Boston until 1961, and then there was not another black player until 1974. Um, kind of a mixed bag of history there, and there's any number of reasons. A lot of the, the early uh, black players were actually Canadian. Uh, and that's just because that's uh, hockey is so, so big in Canada. And it, in recent years, it's starting to catch on more in America among, uh, black kids because there's a lot more, a lot more camps going on. Uh, I was reading about Donald Brashear, uh, was talking about running a camp, uh, that the Flyers ran a camp and he was there teaching and... He was just amazed at just the diversity of uh, the kids that were there playing hockey, which is good for the sport, I think. And to be honest, like I taught in the city and, and worked with kids who were in middle school age, so 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and we would talk about it. They knew how big of a Philly sports fan I was, and they just didn't really get into hockey. And so just me being who I am, just was kind of asking, having conversations about them. And a lot of it stemmed. They, they're just not exposed to it. There, there's not many ice hockey rinks for kids in the city. Uh, a lot of times it's just easier to, to go outside and play basketball. One of the first sports I remember playing was basketball because all you needed was a ball and a hoop. Um, so I think now that there's like this big effort by the NHL to, to promote the game and, and get it into places where it typically it would not be, you're, you're seeing more and more diversity in the NHL as it comes. Uh, still doesn't mean it doesn't come without some of the the same old negativity and ugly racial slurs and things like that. Uh, obviously, the, the, that is something that as a society we need to work on. But Claude Vilgrain said, I mean, he, he actually said it wasn't so bad in the NHL. He heard it worse and it was way more intense over in Europe. So, Obviously, we have a ton and a long way to go, but hopefully, this is one of those things that's going to start getting the ball rolling and hopefully, maybe grow the game of hockey more. I know it's something that I've been trying, especially with starting this podcast, something I've been trying to get more into. So we'll see. So hopefully, the efforts continue to pay off. But Claude Vilgrain in 1993 was the first play, African American player to play for the Flyers. All right, Sixers update. It was ugly. But it counts, 137-125, uh, they uh, got off to a slow start, the bench played well, uh, some couple injury scares between Joe and James, but they seem like they're going to be all right. Uh, they The bench came through and did what they had to do, they easily pulled away, beat the Spurs, covered the spread. They're now two games back of the Celtics in for first in the Eastern Conference. With the news of Kyrie wanting out, that might eliminate one of the teams for the Sixers to be in competition with for the Eastern Confer- Conference. Not sure what's gonna what's gonna happen. And now that he wants out, I'm sure you're gonna start seeing more of the uh, the Tyrese Maxi, KD, whatever trade rumors that were out there. But I don't know if any, there's any truth to any of that. But I did see people already starting to post about it on Twitter. Sixers are back in action tomorrow night against the Knicks. Then they have a big game up in Boston on Wednesday in which that kind of serves as a measuring stick for them to see where they are. They are the top team right now. They're the defending Eastern Conference champs. So we will will have to see how that goes. Uh, Super Bowl news. Uh, really no news. Uh, I think everybody's I'm kind of excited for the the actual games to start. Um I'm sick – or the football talk. I'm sick – no no disrespect, but I'm sick about hearing about the Kelseys and their mom and this and that. Uh, Kelsey's wife is 38 months pregnant. She's bringing her doctor with him. I mean, and those are like – like I said, those are the big stories. Everybody's coming out with like their super crazy prop bets, um, like who's going to score the first – Touchdown Is the kickoff going to be a touchback? I saw somebody say who's going to take the first time out. Um, there's actually a prop that um, it will quarterback catch a touchdown like the Philly special. So uh, we just need to get through this weekend. Monday, I think we start focusing on football. Both of the teams are going to be arriving in Arizona. So hopefully we can actually focus on the game instead of other this stuff. But Another week of this. Uh, One quick thing I did see, and it's kind of interesting because I've seen a lot of Cowboy fans uh, especially say, oh, well, the Eagles are buying this championship, this, that, and the other. And, yeah, they brought in some guys on defense, but, like, they have such a rotation, and a lot of those guys are guys they drafted. But on offense, 10 of the 11 starters were drafted by Howie Roseman. Or I shouldn't say by Howie Roseman, by the Eagles. So, I mean, I don't know how much you're buying there, uh, but that's what we have. But this day Philly sports history is a special day, February 4th, 2018. The Eagles win their first Super Bowl, beating the Patriots 41-33. to And, I mean, I, I don't even know where to go with this game. I, I mean, obviously, it meant so much to me, so much to the people in the city, um, <clears throat> just that whole magical ride, I think, for me. The moment I knew they were going to win was when they came out of the tunnel to dreams and nightmares, and Dougie P was able to to talk to the NFL, get them to play that, which was phenomenal. Um, I mean, you had the Philly special. You had the the long pass to Alshon. You had the LeGarrette blunt run, Corey Clements catch. Um, Zach Ertz played out of his mind. I think everybody knows the touchdown, but I think when watching – because I've watched the game like a thousand times. Like I, I think I watched it every day from the day after the Super Bowl until like June. Um, so – but I think the the key play and that a lot of people kind of overlook is there's a fourth and one or a fourth and two um, late in the fourth quarter that if the Eagles didn't get it, there's a good chance they may not have gotten the ball back from the Patriots. But Zach Gertz and Foles, they got – I think it was it was fourth and one. They got two yards. If it was fourth and two, they got three yards. Whatever it was, but that was a key play in that game. Um, and then obviously you have the uh, BG strip sack, Barnett recovering it, and and still feeling slightly nervous on that last drive and thinking, okay, here we go. They're they're throwing the hail mary. They're going to call the pass interference. We're going to go to overtime or whatever it is. Um, but. And I think for me, the one thing, though, that sticks out the most is at the end of the game, instead of, obviously, I felt happy later on, but I think it was something that probably a therapist or a psychiatrist would be able to, to explain, but, like, I just remember being angry and wanting to yell at Giants fans, Cowboys fans, Steelers fans, all those people over the years that told me, how many rings you got, how many... And, like, I just remember, like, just that anger and frustration coming out first, which I guess that was the surface emotions of being a philly fan then so i just remember being just so angry at them and being like fuck you blah, blah, blah. Ah, i got to ring now um but at this point i think this reaction if they were were to win i think it's going to be a lot different um but again i feel like we're now in that club the super bowl club we're in general mission right now with the jets the saints the bears the seahawks we got one we're in But I think at this point, we're ready to upgrade. We're not ready to go up to the VIP lounge yet, but I think we're ready to upgrade and try to get up on that second level with the Colts, the Chiefs, the Rams, Dolphins, Buccaneers. I think we're tired of the people we're here with in general mission. I think it's time to move up to the next level. But on this day in 2018, the Eagles finally win their first Super Bowl, 41-33 over Tom Brady and the Patriots. Good win for the Sixers. Shout out to Claude Villegrain for being the first black player to ever play for the Flyers, kind of opening the door for a lot. Go have yourselves a Saturday. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.